It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Aldo De Martinez. Aldo, thank you so much for being here, brother. Oh, thank you for having me. This is exciting. Uh, we've been friends for a little bit now, but this is the first time we get to chalk it up on the uh, on the podcast. Absolutely. It's an honor being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So uh, tell me about originally where you're from, because you're not originally from Chicago, right? I'm not. Um, actually, I'm from uh, Guanajuato, Mexico. Okay. Um, I, my parents brought me here when I was eight. Um, we actually arrived um, in Aspen, which is... Um, Aspen, Colorado? Yeah, the wow. mountains, where the yeah. mountains are in Colorado. Um, I went to Aspen High School, and believe it or not, but I was the only Latin Mexican guy in school. <laughs> <laughs> and um, man, it was it was devastating for me back then. Yeah. Uh, it was different timing, um, where technology wasn't like it's now. So, you know, now obviously you can kind of figure things out. You know, you right, type right, it in right. on Google, but at that, that time I had to figure things out. I didn't know any English. I what was it that what what was the reason for your family going to Aspen over? Um, my, <laughs> it's kind of like a long story, but I'm gonna make it short. Yeah. Um, my brother ran away from home when he was uh, 16 because um, oh, wow. he was doing really bad in school, and then my dad kind of like you know, Mexican type like you know, if you don't do things as you're supposed to, you know, I don't want you to show the bad example to the other brothers and sisters that are obviously younger than you. Yeah, for sure. So you either you know get your life straight or you know figure something out. So I think he took it really serious and. Took it very personal, and one day, you know, we just like didn't know where he was, and he got lost for quite some time, for like almost three years. Wow. Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, being young, and my mom was having a hard time, you know, uh, finding out like what happened to this to this kid, you know, like where did he go? Like you know, like every single night, we used to like gather together, you know, our brothers and sisters and pray for my brother. Yeah, I was like, sure. ya me quiero dormir. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, my mom was like, oh, we have to pray because your brother needs to come back. And yeah, one time um, we... So this is all happening while you're in When Mexico. I was in Mexico, yeah. Yeah. And how old were you at the time? I was you're... really young. I was like maybe seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, nine years difference and mm-hmm. God, okay. Uh, so then my brother was young too. Yeah. He was like 16, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we received a package in the mail from the Mexican Postal Service. And it was a package, and then we opened it, and it was my brother's uh, high school diploma. <laughs> and we didn't know what it was, and we just know that he was doing great because he had his, um, you know, um, the graduation outfit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So he has sent it? Uh, he sent it in the package because, wow. you know, because my dad obviously wasn't very proud of him because he wasn't mm-hmm. good, and I think he wanted to kind of like um, earn his respect back. And the way he do it that is by obviously you know come through the U.S., work hard, and you know kind of show off. <laughs> and he was obviously um, you know adopted by some family of uh, Mormons in oh, Utah. Wow! And then because my brother was living on the streets, you know, being young and um, wow, so just, he just took off. He just took off in the, uh, with another guy, and this like went on the train and without without destination, and <sighs> then. I guess like back in the day, you don't really have so much hard time to cross the border. So he just came through. And, you know, when we received that package in the mail, you know, then, you know, we knew where he was and everything. And he goes like, by the way, you know, I'm coming to Mexico in about a month with my, st- with my 
stepdad, you know, like my foster father, yeah, yeah, whoever yeah, adopted yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he came and introduced himself to the family. My brother, you know, came with like a motorcycle, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, us being kids and, you know, he came in a motorcycle and I'm an all-American yeah, type, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what's going on with this kid, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like impressed him back in the day. And uh, his foster father obviously convinced my mom and my dad to uh, take a look, um, you know, maybe come home to the U.S. and see the opportunities wow. over here. Because at the time they were um, looking for people to work in Aspen. It was not a lot of Latin people, and that was like very um, demand and labor, you know? Back in the day, of course, of course. and then um, told my dad, you know, we should come to Aspen because they're looking for people to work. And my dad's like, but I don't know English. Like, don't you don't need any English. Like, just, you got just, how to work. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. come. You know, let me know yeah. if you wanna come, and I can get you uh, in because the guy has some kind of um, my dad, my brother's foster father has some kind of a connection with immigration at the time. Oh, I see. So he was able to kind of like get some kind of a work work um, permit or something, and he brought my dad in. Gotcha. Um, I started working in Aspen. Then my mom came. How old were you when uh, when you guys moved? Eight years old. Oh, wow. So my mom came in, and, you know, she liked it, and she went back to Mexico, and she was like, you know, um, we should just go try it out for, you know, for a year. <laughs> I was like, we should just go, and then uh, I didn't really want to come to the U.S. I was like, yes, come. Life, though, I was right? like, I was like, come, like, just, just to learn English, and we'll come back in a year, or it's been a year now. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, it's now been like more than a year. So where's your family now? Um, well, my mom here in Chicago. Okay. With my my two sisters, um, my other half of my family is in Aspen still. Okay. I have two brothers and one sister that live in Aspen. Uh, nieces and nephews that is another generation now. Um, because now it's been all over now three years. Yeah. After, um, then everything's happened. So you know we have all these generations, and that's how I start. You know, like we came to the U.S. and then um, I moved to Chicago because I want to go to. Um, University of Chicago. Oh, really? I want to be independent, and also because I was having uh, those moments where I was I was confused about my sexuality back sure, then. Sure, sure. I wanted to kind of like <laughs> get away from my family to kind of find I out hear, more I hear about. I that quite often when people say that you know they can't necessarily find themselves being where they're from. Not that they didn't feel accepted. Not that right. that was going on. It was just well, but you know, I understand that you know now it's more accepted and yeah, and kind of like. Basically, applause to those uh, new generations that's coming because they have it so easy. Um, back then, you know, still, um, it was very um, hard to come out, especially c- coming from a, a very um, traditional Mexican family. Yeah, yeah. You know, where they have some, some, some. Uh, you know, they, they see things different, speculations differently, and I don't want to like you know, disappoint you know, my family. And it was kind of hard for me to to just come out like that. So I have to kind of get away. And feel comfortable. And when I was comfortable and learning more about myself, then that was when I started, you know, more open. But yeah, that's one of the reasons why I moved to Chicago. Yeah. And then I like Chicago. It's more um, <laughs> mix of different cultures, especially Latin. Yeah. You know, yeah, which yeah. in Aspen you don't see that. Now yeah. it's different. But back in the day, it was only like you know the majority was like um, Anglo, uh, white, um, you know, people in, in there. But now it's different. Have to change. So, what was that like growing up? I mean, you have <clears throat> these experiences, right? Where um, you go from being in the country, where it's your country is all you know, and then your brother leaves, and Man. next thing you know, you're you're waking up in a country that yeah, I was like, no one looks like having you, a right? hard time, having a hard time. I was not happy to be honest with you. I was just here because my parents wanted to try it out. Um, there's back in there, back in the day, was not Spanish channels, television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was boring. 
for me it was boring yeah. i want to go back um and my mom was like you know just gonna like try it out you know go to school and learn english and um get a diploma and then we'll go back and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many years later? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, like, oh, yeah, 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 say, but it's yeah, a lot of yeah, years. Yeah. Um, especially, uh, you know, being different color, um, maybe start like speaking English and not pronouncing the words, still not correct. Um, you know, kids were kind of like cruel, you know, like yeah. making fun of me, and or they just want to hang out yeah, because yeah. they're thinking that I'm different than them and they see me different, I guess, you know. And what was it like coming to Chicago? I mean, what, I mean, obviously, oh, more totally cultural. different, yeah. totally different. I feel more accepted, more, right away, more into like coming into a family, you know, like yeah. oh, I'm like yeah, this is this is where I'm supposed to be, you know. Um, I go out and start making friends, and everybody's so friendly, and I'm like wow, you know, I really like the city type, rather than it's being a little town where it's very yeah. so strict and you have to kind of be walking on eggshells because everybody knows everybody, yeah. everybody, you yeah. know, and you have to be careful what you do and. Basically, um, kind of like look at your back. That's, that's isn't it? it's so different, right? Small town feel that you get very to, much. Yeah, yeah. Especially being um, in a little town where uh, you go to Walmart and you see the people that you work with, and you go to church and you see the people that you work with, and then you know you go to uh, post office and there again. That's so funny. So you really have to be careful how you carry yourself out there because. You can bore yourself pretty easy. <laughs> now, yeah, now, you've been here your whole adult life, it seems, right? Almost, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how, how, and I'm sure it's much different now that you've been here, you know, this is your home, this, mm-hmm. is, you know, this is where you're from. Yes. But, you know, when you first got here, did you find yourself just kind of like that, you know, kid from a small town in a big city, still, you know, that feel where you're trying to figure out, you know, where you belong, or was it just that level of acceptance where you 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 pretty quickly figured out where you belong? I think that... Um I figure that I belong here for yeah. some reason. Even though I'm not born and raised in Chicago, I feel like Chicago's home. Yeah. For some, you know, I, I, I feel more uh, accepted. This is like, it kind of reminds me when we're in Mexico City. Um, the city type, you know, like busy streets and different people and people work, um, you know, and, and, and commute a lot back and forth. Um, holidays are more noticeable here, obviously, than in Aspen, you know, it's just like, Aspen is like more, uh, well, for us, it was more like um, people go there to um, have vacation time for Christmas. Tours, right? And then my parents were just there to serve them. Yeah. And it was not a good feeling because <clears throat> Christmas and New Year's Eve, they have to be work. They have to work. Almost seems like it was for somebody else. Like yeah, those holidays they have to work. For you, they right? have to work. And, and I was like, I don't like this type of style. Not like in our country where we're celebrating as family and yeah. everybody gathers together. And no one works. Right? Looking forward for those holidays. And here's everybody's like, even if we celebrate, like, everybody has to go to sleep early because I have to go to work. Yeah. So when I came to Chicago, I was like, no, this is completely different. And my mom came, she liked it, she stayed, you know, and that's, that's who we are. So how does how does that shape you now in terms of the you know the way you build community? Because you know sometimes those things in life when you have something you appreciate it you want to do it more, but when you don't have it sometimes you appreciate it even more than that just because you want you do want that right? So, right. And it seems like you're 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 very much involved in the community now. I am. Um, I just like basically um, kind of just attracting people just by believing in yourself and just carry on and and people sense that. When you have a, a sense of um, confidence in yourself, and then you see yourself as as a winner, and you always um, go for something that you really want, and you always 
you know, no feeling that you already have it. People, people feel that and sense that, and and those are uh, um, facts make other people attract, and that's how you know start building the community and building respect. Build um, your tribe through your vibe, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. building trust. <laughs> yeah, uh, and just building momentum, and it keeps growing. And I'm like, especially now in this my time, you know, lifetime, things are going amazing for me, and I'm just so proud that how much I have accomplished and um, how much I have learned yeah. in those years, you know, then I don't know if I would be able to make this happen and if I would be staying Aspen, to be honest with you. No, it definitely seems like you found where you need to be to make those things happen for yourself. You know, yeah, definitely. So when you came here, I'm <clears throat> assuming nothing was lined up. You, you kind of just made the plunge. You visited, right? It seems. Um, no, we have relatives here. Oh, um, you did? They live in uh, southwest suburbs, like in Bolingbroke. Okay. I have a cousin that lives there. And um, she opens the doors, you know, for, for me to come in and stay there for a few months until I kind of get myself settled and situated and until I got independent and got my own, my own place. You know. Now you're in real estate, but <clears throat> at the time, what, what kind of work were you doing? Oh, I was doing uh, hotel industry. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was uh, serving, you know, um, banquets and like um, hotel management, you know, front desk and name it, kind of building my um, customer service skills. Gotcha, gotcha. More. And at what point uh, did you get into the fitness scene? Because that's a very, I mean, you can tell, but a very important right. part of, uh, of, of who you are and um, what you do, right? I guess when, you know, seeing other people that you surround yourself is like, you know, you go to, especially in, in the LGBT community, you know, you yeah. go out and and it's kind of sad to say, but um, a, a lot of uh, guys kind of don't look at you unless you look good. <laughs> Superficial, and I'm like, mm. yeah. I'm like, I, I guess I figured this out, and I was still young. And I, in fact, I have a photo of before and after. Um, I'll show them to you, but um, yeah, I noticed that you know, guys will not pay attention unless you have a six pack. Wow, and uh, <laughs> I noticed that, like, you know, we put my shirt out, and nobody pay attention to me, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who is this guy? This yeah, monkey, yeah. Yeah. so um. Now, you know, like, oh, okay, I figured this house are working hard, you know, building, you like a building the body, you know, <laughs> like now showing off, like, oh, yeah, now I have those, all those people coming off to me. Yeah, it's, it's funny. So funny. But yeah, that's how I start working out and it's kind of um, uh, hanging out with, with the right people, you know, helping me working out, always um, working with different workout partners, learning different methods and um, different techniques, uh, different type of uh, nutrition uh, habits and products. Um, supplements yeah. uh, and whatnot, you know, that's how you learn, you know, like just, I was, I, I, I always have this um, idea, like I always want to hang out who somebody that, that is doing good in the real estate or in the fitness, you know, I'm always want to hang out with the one that look the best. <laughs> Because he has to know Oof, something. Right? He has to show me something. The proof is in the Yeah, pudding. and then, believe it or not, I started hanging out with this girl. Her, her, her name is Liliana. And, um, and she looked amazing because she just uh, won the um, a trophy for bodybuilding for nice. a woman competition. She had an amazing body and she had a small waist and just perfect proportional body. And I fell in love with the way she looked. And I, you know, approached and became very good friends. And something that she told me that kind of stick in my head was like, you know what, although it's kind of sad to say, but people treat you the way you look. So true. And I'm like, you know what? kind of like put it into work and I'm like that's true that kind of gives me um, an, uh, a tip I'm like okay you know <laughs> I have to 
I mean, am I am I am I am I sound? You know, kind of like, um, how can I say the word, um, selfish or superficial? Uh, superficial, but that's the reality, you know. Well, I think it's true though. I mean, it's not so much that people treat you the way you look, but they treat you the way you feel, and you feel or you look the way you feel, right? Yes. And 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 I think even just knowing you and and the people that know you. You have a very positive energy about you, and it just you know that doesn't seem like anything you're going through really phases you. I'm sure you go you know behind closed doors, you have your moments. Oh, and I'm sure, you yes, know? But, absolutely. But as far as how you present yourself, it's true. You, you you do carry yourself in a way that brings about positivity, and you know, you're always saying kind things. But it, I think you see that, and 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 there's something about what you said, you know, which is that people treat you the way they see you. Yeah, I mean, and, and even if you cannot build, you know, all this uh, confidence, yes, but, you know, the people that unfortunately, you know, um, have a little bit of a challenge, you know, like overweight or things like that, they cannot lose confidence. Yeah, yeah. And, and other people can sense that. Yeah. And they cannot push the attraction away and it makes it harder for those type of individuals that, you know, kind of feel like, you know, they don't have much going on, but it's not they don't have much going on. It's just have to discover themselves that they have the power to accomplish anything they want, physically and emotionally and, you know, and whatever. Yeah. I mean, anything you can think of. Absolutely. What did you notice more so than just what you were looking for for the attention from other guys, you know, in, this, in the scene, right, going out? Um, what did you notice from other people, the way they treated you when, you know, you bulked up a little bit, I guess? Uh, more attention. Just period Absolutely. in general. More attention, you know, and yeah, just you always get like somebody who was, you know, um, you never run out of dates. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, yeah, you never run out of dates and you'll never have a hard time finding somebody. You know, that's the benefit of it. What about, I mean, but what about like in terms of the way other people, maybe not so much from a, a relational standpoint, but just in business and, you know, going out. Did you notice that people treated you differently, even if they didn't want that aspect of, of a relationship with you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And especially people that was, was maybe not because of uh, I'm saying because of attraction as a partner or as a lover, but also because they want to know, you know, what you do. And, yeah. Or yeah. curious, right? Yeah, Curious, like, you know, it, Yes, people just come to me uh, random and ask me just any question. Yeah. You know? And now, do you, do you find yourself teaching others about that too? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Especially the younger kids. Yeah. Um, like I was, um, one time I was parking my car. It was late at night. Uh, I was trying to look for an address because I was trying to um, see you to the house because we had a photo shoot the next day. And I wanted to make sure that I had the right address, you know, so I can, you know, kind of get everything mm-hmm, set for the mm-hmm. morning. So I'm parking my car trying to figure this out. And, and this guy's, like standing there in his house and I was like you're paying attention and this guy's knocking on my door in my car and he like asked me to roll in the window this kid's probably like 21 years old oh wow so he's not a kid kid maybe. yeah and I'm like well for me it's a kid no, no for a kid to us right <laughs> and then I started asking like hey you know what's your name you know what do you do where did this came from you know so it was kind of raining a little bit, and I said, you know, let's get in the car, you know, <laughs> so we can talk. So let's talk for like maybe 10 minutes, and then, oh, you know, can I give you my number? And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I was not even expecting this. And this is an wow. example yeah. of how you can even, like, not even notice that you're attracting people. That's interesting. You know? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So now, <clears throat> you know, what do you do, or what advice would you give for those that have been through something difficult, going through something difficult, right, but just... Can't seem to overcome that because it seems like you do a very, very good job of that. You no have to, what. you have to really, really, really 
find the, find the power within yourself. And the way you find your power within yourself is by basically it's called your inner being. Your inner being is almost like your own angel. You have to find that alignment because you have some kind of negative thoughts and negative emotions and negative feelings. That means that your self-love is telling you something. It's telling you the reason why you feel like that is because you got to align that with yourself. You have to align that with your inner being, with your self-love. And when you do that, basically start loving yourself before you can love others. You have to love yourself. You have to fall in love with yourself first in order for you to find anything, any answer on your life, any answer for, for anything. You have to find yourself first. And when you find yourself, everything comes easy. Really. That's oh, powerful. Yeah, it's it really is powerful. powerful because that's how I start practicing. And um, the way I believe, you know, I believe in energy. So strongly believe in energy. I believe that we are source energy. I believe that we are connected to our um, power source, which is God or the universe. It's basically like, um, for example, um, a toaster. So let's pretend that we are the toaster, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's true. Right? No, I, I get where you're going. So obviously the toaster is, is just connected to the, to the power, to the energy. Yep. But obviously, you know, when you unplug the toaster, it's still being a toaster. Yeah. But the only difference is, is that connected so when you put like you know your, your, your brain in there and it's unplugged it doesn't work right but when you plug it in it works yeah and then you toast them toast it <laughs> that's exactly our bodies yeah that's exactly our soul our minds our bodies connected to the energy so for those that you know maybe have a harder time visualizing what that looks like in terms of connecting like what is it that you do or what steps do you take to connect yourself to source? Meditation. Meditation. A lot of meditation and um, connect yourself, um, you know, with your higher power or inner being and just kind of like relax and meditate. And when you meditate, you elevate your vibration. You elevate your energy. And when you elevate your energy and when you elevate your power, you can ask for anything you want. But in order for you to do that, you have to remove all the negative thoughts, all the uh, emotions, relieve all the anger, forgive the ones that had offended you, and forgive yourself. And when you're in peace with everybody, and you open your heart to receive you just have to ask. And when you ask, you'll be like, whoa, it's like magic. Even money, whatever you want in life, you will get it. You know, like now I'm practicing and I haven't seen so many results. And my mom is so amazed because, like, you know, sharing with my brothers and, and, uh, and sisters what I'm doing. And um, they're like, what is he doing? Well, I was like, I don't know, it's not humanities. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I explain my mom, but you know, she's very, um, you know, Christian type. You know, she believes in some things, and obviously, she disagrees with me in a lot of things. And I respect my mom, I love my mom, but um, you just have to kind of like detach from your beliefs that our parents teach us, especially in the Hispanic <laughs> community. We have so many traditions and so many 
things that our parents brought us in and make us believe certain things. But when you detach and start kind of finding all the things and really make everything, um, seeing things different and applying your own beliefs, then when you see the results, and I'm like, yeah, I got the answer now. That's awesome. Now I figured this out. That's awesome. This is so, so like, why did I wait so long? But sometimes, you know, life brings you some challenges. Mm -hmm. So then kind of shake the carpet a little bit so you can wake up and see, okay, what's going on? Especially going through some uh, hard moments and life challenges, you know. Yeah. Um, that's when you, you realize, you know, what do I need to do, you know. You're trying to find the answer. You don't find the answer. And the reason why you don't find the answer is because um, you basically, your beliefs. Your limiting beliefs, right? Your limiting beliefs, yeah. you know. And then that Basically, uh, instead of helping you out, you know, you focus on the problem more than the solution. And I guess that when you um, change your beliefs, you change your energy. And when you when you change your energy, automatically the answer comes when you least expect it. It is so true. So, so true. You know, like you ask for anything and the answer will come when you least expect it. It will come in a, a commercial on TV. It will come on the radio. You'll be walking and you see a sign or your friend will call you and say it to you, you will not believe how you get the answer. Yeah. You just ask for it. Just and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> I was just driving from, um, I was having a hard moment one time and I'm driving from Indianapolis in my in my car and I'm just asking, I'm just feeling so anxious, I'm feeling so, so like out of alignment, like something is not going right, yeah. you know? Um, uh, with with you know when I was going through um, some uh, love relationships, I guess. Sure. And you know, I don't listen to radio. I always listen to my own music or to my you know own things. You know, like on, plug on in, yeah, like plugging or you know um, studies stuff, whatever. I never plug in the radio before. Sure. So for some reason that day, I, I you know turned in the radio, and there is um, an interview of a girl talking to this guy about her boyfriend and this guy just told her what she needed to do and I just breathe I'm like oh my god this is for me you know like, <laughs> right, 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 this right. guy just like tells me exactly what I need to do for sure and that's exactly what I did wow yeah and I was like this is crazy and I told my mom this you know, is the, this yeah, the kind and, of stuff and, that happens yeah and my mom said oh they should just understand what I'm talking about yeah but do you find that you know because I, I I've, I've one, I love every, your approach to it, your belief in it. Like I said, you have a great energy about you. But you know, do you, do you kind of reserve who you have those conversations with just because people I do. don't get it? I do because sometimes, obviously, the least thing that I want is to convince anybody right. of what I believe. Yep. Everybody's free to believe their whatever they want. But I will never be in a challenge um, position. When somebody's trying to challenge me, I just walk away. That's it. Yeah, Let them believe, yeah, yeah. and I respect your beliefs. I respect you so much, but also mean that I have to agree with you, right. or you have to agree with me. Right, right. I'm just sharing with you what has worked for me. Yeah. You see that you apply it or you don't. I'm just sharing what, what what has worked for me, not the things that I think it should be. So, in terms of the vision, <clears throat> right? The vision board, the vision for Aldo's life. Well, what's next? What? Uh, you know, what, what are you working on? I mean, oh I know we didn't God, really get into so the real estate, things. but just, 
you know what so many things that is working on right now um things always working out for me yeah <laughs> yes for some reason man when i'm feeling like i'm feeling so um there's some times where you kind of like you know don't have those emotions and feeling like you don't see a reason for for moving forward and something has happened and shine your life again so yeah right now it's a lot of things going on you said a little shaking of the carpet right a little shaking right of there. the carpet and wake up wake yeah. up you know pay attention yeah pay attention yeah pay that's, attention. that's what life is trying to get yeah. your attention pay right? attention of the moment have an awareness of what's going on you know sometimes yeah. when we have a, a negative feeling we have to, we have to make make that feeling like it's a, it's a sign it's telling you something pay attention to that to that emotion most of us when we go through some negative feelings and emotions we kind of block ourselves and we kind of been thinking like oh you know um you focus more in, in the negative energy than trying to find out why you're having that feeling mm-hmm. right so where 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 I'm going with this is that um shifting that vibration you know um it's 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 like magic i mean almost yeah. it is like magic yeah, yeah, yeah. you just have to shift the vibration and, you know kind of pay attention to that that moment like why is this happening and 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 when that happens so okay you know this is a sign and right away switch your thoughts into something that make you happy anything right anything yeah. and then automatically would like everything will change yep, you know yep, like yep. like we'll say for example um you worry about you know um let's say then you apply for a job mm-hmm. let's say for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of people do and they they really want this job right and they apply for this job and there's something else that really want that job but what's blocking that call from coming to basically giving you the offer it's because you worry so much, like, oh, maybe they won't call me. Was doubt, right? Oh, maybe, maybe my resume doesn't look as it's supposed to be, or maybe they didn't like me, or maybe because I'm a girl, I'm a guy, or whatever, or because I'm fat and short, or whatever. We start putting all those things in our heads. Yep. And what is that doing? It's just blocking, pushing it blocking away, right? the the abundance from coming, and you never get the call. <laughs> You never get the call. No, that's very true. And then you go again, and you're like, "What? Well, well, I don't get that call." Yeah. You know, I'm doing everything right. The more you want it, the more you push the it. The more away, you right? want it, the more you push it away. So you just have to apply. Believe it that you have the job, and then it's like, "Hey, let yeah. it go," yeah. and just go do something that you like to do. Go work out. Go run. You know, go walk for a dog. Go for a photo shoot. Whatever you enjoy doing. Just do that. And then when you least expect it, you get the call. It's amazing. Now, speaking of jobs and, and applying for one. Did you take that approach when you decided that you wanted to get into real estate? No, it was like different types. You yeah, know? I mean, I did some in real estate for so many years that you know, in so many phases. So this is newer for you, this this way of thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, because I've been in real estate, but I didn't have that much momentum and success like now. Interesting. You know, like yeah, I was making money, but I was like, um, nah, kind of like I was stuck in one place. Yeah, I don't know if I was the type of person I was trying to blame others and it was not the answer yeah. it was not the answer to my to to my solution the answer was within me and i have to look in into myself and kind of like analyze myself what i'm doing wrong what is that i'm not doing now did that come after a moment of like 
you know what? I'm just tired of not winning or not succeeding or, you know, going through these things. Yeah, that happens. That happens when, once again, you know, that happens when, when, when you go into those moments when you like really, you hit ground. Yeah. And you're trying to find the answer. And when you hit ground, you're trying to find the answer and you, and then the answer comes and then you start like figuring, figure things out. Like what are the things you have to do in order for you to shift, you know, learning from other people, learning from from the from the ones that have been have had a lot of success. I was, I was just gonna ask you that. So, you know, wh- where did all this come from? Who taught you? Where you know, I, I'm sure there are definitely books and you know audio and video things that you you consume. But you know, were there people in your life who said, "Although this, check out this way of thinking." Yeah. Oh man, it's like nowadays, you know, there's so much information on the internet. Really, but this is something that you kind of did on your own, then? Uh, no, yeah, I mean, researching, you know, and looking at others, you know, they have succeeded, yeah, you know, like Oprah, you know, yeah. Winfrey, yeah. she has so much, um, you know, testimonials of what yeah. she's been through. Yeah. Um, there's so many people that have, you know, um, actors and singers, artists, you know, they all go through a challenge in their lifetime, and they found the way, and how they find the way. Yeah. We have to kind of like looking to see what they did. Most of them have stories. Yeah. You know? Like Sir Stallone, you know? Like he came in, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Sold his dog, right? No, like he, he wanted to be in that movie. Like yeah. he wrote that he wrote that movie. Yeah. And obviously he went to sell it to the producer and the producer, yeah, we wanna buy that movie. We really like the story. But, but you're not Rocky. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Nope. The way I'm gonna sell it to you is I am going to be the one. Yeah. I have to be the star of my own movie. Yeah. And that's how he, Wait, you know, like wait, this guy with an accent with from all the country, like, you know, looking at him different, and he believed that. He no, believed. no, you know what? You either take <clears throat> me or not. And you he know? won an Academy Award, right? And Best then, picture. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's one of the examples. You know, so many. Um, you know, that you can relate to. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Bob Proctor. Mm-hmm, of course. You know that guy. Of course. He's like seventy-eight years yeah. old, and you know, you know, it's like he had no education. He had no money he obviously grew up you know in a very um poor environment and you know he he didn't know nothing about life and no he became a millionaire yep. wealthy millionaire yeah. like you know um having his company and you know different parts of the world yeah and, and he's part of the secret yeah too, and, secret. And, and then you know he he obviously shares what he do right in order for him to succeed and right. the way he succeeded is by him obviously um already thinking that he already has a fantasize, yeah. fantasize like play, play with you know, with with your mind. Yeah. Like if you really want something, you know, like make it. Make, you have to feel it. You, you have, have to feel to the feel emotions. It. You have of to feel the emotion, especially within your heart. You know, your heart is an engine, um, and and you you feel it, and you like it's already happening. And when that happens, man, you know, you attract it so quick. Like, and I practice. I practice any. Any things that I can, that will make my life better, man, I try it. I try everything, you know, and so I find the answer. Seriously. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because that's the only way. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, and put on the huevos like that. (laughs) I love that. I love that. (laughs) You know, like sitting there, oh, sitting there, oh, you know, somebody comes to rescue me, you know, because I'm sad, poor me. Then, no, that's, nobody's going to like you. Because, like, who wants this? And you don't give your power away, right? No, you give your power away, and then you give the powers to others, and they treat you like you don't, you don't, you know, you don't deserve 
to be you know with them yeah no no so i mean that's, yeah <laughs> no, all those you, things that i have shifted man has helped me to be a better me <laughs> no i was gonna say how you're such an inspiration you know just outside of what you do i mean we like i said real estate is 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 a big part of your profession but it's such a small part of who you are as a person right your spirit is very big um so i'm excited you know not only to be doing this with you now but all the, the podcasts that you'll be hosting right. here in the future I have so much to, to um to share with so many people uh and that's one of my goals obviously yeah. you know to share um the wisdom you know with others they're going through challenges or even like you know people that wants to uh, find other ways to make money um take this you know encounters and relationships <laughs> name it you know so much yeah. knowledge that i can share uh that i have learned in order for me to learn it you know i have to go through it yeah i have to go through the pain and through the pain you know here you are yeah I am. <laughs> well if, if you're listening and you you know you resonate with Aldo's story i encourage you to reach out to him he truly is you know a good friend to have so at the very least there's that but um you know, if you want to uh, reach out to Aldo using the form below, contact him directly. But Aldo, thank you so much for coming oh, in, sharing thank you. your story. It's an honor here being here today. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it's our the pleasure. Thank you.